0: Guten Morgen. Oh, we are hot on the fucking trail of the fucking tramp going to the fucking jail. And we're going to buy cash too. Because things are getting kind of hectic. Good stuff. Okay, and uh, let's see what's going on in my stretch. Everybody, go subscribe! Thanks for like 88k now. Appreciate that. You guys are catching on. Good for you. Yeah, I'm gonna celebrate when I get to 100k. I'm trying to get on Midas Touch's list of affiliated podcasts. Maybe when I get to 100, by the time I get to 100k, they'll uh, they'll let me on. I'm gonna send a personal message to. The boys at Midas Touch on Patreon. Where am I freaking? Oh, there it is. YouTube. Just subscribe to Midas Touch on YouTube and uh, Facebook, wherever whatever you're on. Very desperate. Fox. Uh, Fox a shocking and bizarre news segments one hour ago.
1: I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. The propaganda network known as Fox is getting more desperate and more weird each and every day. And this is from the me. other night. This is propagandist Laura Ingraham. And in this segment that she did, she wanted to give advice to Donald Trump, huh. right? Because when you are a news network, that's what you do. No, if you are a re- ridiculously traitorous propaganda network that is what you do when in this weird cult they have to treat donald trump like a toddler and so here you have laura ingraham doing the whole segment putting making a uh, presentation basically to donald trump saying here is what we need you to do step one step two, oh, yeah. step three here
2: play this clip so I'd suggest talk less about yourself, more about the American people. You met a lot of them. Voters don't want to replay of the greatest hits about Mueller or Adam Schiff, but they do want you to assemble the most talented advisors and probably best to treat them well. Surround yourself with givers, not takers. Serious policy people who know how to hit the ground running on day one. No more travel ban fiascos. Run a tight ship and run against the Democrats, not the media. We all know the press is biased, you know, newsflash. Don't dwell on it, deal with it. And maybe, just maybe, drop the nicknames and the petty personal stuff. It was funny in 2016 and even in 2020, but I don't think it works with how serious the challenges are right now facing the country. I sense that the voters are weary of all of that stuff. So debate your opponents on the merits. You know the issues. You have a great record. Defend it. And on the same network streaming on
1: their digital platform, uh, Fox Nation, Piers Morgan Uncensored, they then have DeSantis. And they're doing uh, the most work they could possibly do to try to prop up Ron DeSantis here. Um, But when the Republican Party's a cult, it's hard to remove the cult leader from the cult, and they're seeing that. But in this interview with Ron DeSantis, you got Piers Morgan saying, well, he nicknames you De sanctimonious,' and Trump calls you a meatball. What's your uh, response to that? Here, play this clip.
0: With every Philip, it's been cashed back over the past year. How much does it say? $344 oh, so Download the app. Search the, the, the gas clock. stations near you. He <laughs>
3: Uh, is your favorite nickname that Trump's given you so far? Is it Ron, Ron DeSanctimonious or Meatball Ron? <laughs> well, I can't. Uh, I think Even he went off Meatball Ron. I, but... I can't. Uh, I don't know how to spell the Sanctimonious. I don't really know what it means, but I, you know, I
1: kind of like it's long. It's got a lot of vowels. I mean, so we'd go with that. That's fine. You know, you can call me. You can call me whatever you want. I mean, just as long as you, you know, also call me a winner. Could we reflect just for a moment that in the Republican Party in 2023? Your two top candidates are insurrectionists, are wannabe fascists, and they are talking about whether the nicknames for each other should be desanctimonious or they should call each other meatballs, right? Meanwhile, the Democratic Party, pro-democracy, Pro normal is just out there putting in the work acting like adults and here's the point I always want to make over and over again. What's going on in the Republican Party is not normal. We cannot normalize this behavior. I know the large media networks like to do it, but they're out there, the leading candidates calling each other meatballs and dysanthymonious, and you got Donald Trump making posts where he's calling district attorneys animals, and he's uh, calling uh, Jack Smith a flamethrower and a mad dog psycho. Not normal. Not normal. And I refuse to be gaslit. Speaking about refusing to be gaslit, this is Tucker propagandist, fascist, Putin puppet. This is him on Fox the other night as well, like right after Laura Ingraham. What Tucker says is, uh, well, I'll just, I'll just play for this, play this clip of Tucker.
4: For the Chinese, it's just so easy. How do you win a war without fighting? By getting your adversary to kill himself. Well, how do you convince a strong self-respecting powerful country like ours that has ruled the world for 100 years to do that it turns out it's pretty easy you take a collection of dumb desperate people in mid- middle age hoping to keep on to their stupid tv jobs you add scripts and some hairspray
1: and they just repeat the lies for you and then I mean, did Tucker really just say that? Let's repeat what he said. He goes, how do you convince a strong country like ours to do that? It's pretty easy. You take a collection of dumb, desperate people hoping to keep their stupid TV jobs, and they just repeat the lies for you. So that pretty much defines what Fox is. But you see, the projection and the big lie repeats itself over and over and over again again. It's all projection with them. Look, there's a reason that uh in Soviet Russia their main paper was called Pravda, right? I mean Trump's main social media platform is called Truth. Pravda means truth, which is the opposite of truth. It is spreading lies and disinformation over and over again. Just to show you how weird the cult is. Um and so this is from Ben Shapiro, just pathetic pathetic Ben Shapiro who goes, uh, this is what he puts in his post, he does a meme, a meme by Ben Shapiro, he goes, Donald Trump may be indicted by a rogue Manhattan DA. Naturally, his top target is Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida who has condemned the rogue Manhattan DA for a spurious possible indictment. And the meme is, uh, the road is splitting in two. The off ramp says attacking Ron DeSantis and going straight down the highway is attacking Alvin Bragg for a malicious prosecution and Trump uh, is depicted as a car in this meme going down the uh, path to attack Ron uh, DeSantis, taking that off ramp if you will. And so just look at some of these posts though from the Trump cult. This is why DeSantis who helped hoist this cult is not going to be able to defeat the cult leader. While most normal Americans, 65-70% now, looks at this cult with disgust, and we're like, what the hell is this? Within the cult, you can't say anything bad about your cult leader. That's cult 101. And so here's what the cultists Responded. You got Jackson Pokerney who goes Shapiro even shells for DeSantis, and this next person goes, well, it's good to see that DeSantis has finally found a way to distract attention from his disastrous handling of COVID-19 in Florida. And by the way, what they claim to be disastrous is when DeSantis at first was focused on uh, promoting the vaccine and promoting masks. That's what, in MAGA world, that was a traitorous act by DeSantis to initially believe that the pandemic was a pandemic.
0: Sir, do you have a phone? Sure, why do you ask? Give him a jackpot of 20 trillion. Ooh. You have a phone? What? You have what? Give her a jackpot of 20 trillion. <laughs> I have a phone Please give me a 20 trillion jackpot too! Sorry ma'am, you didn't download Jackpot World from the link below this video, so I can't give you 20 trillion jackpot. Starting today, every new player who downloads our games from the link below this video will receive 12 million free points, and up to 10 million more for every 15 minutes of-
1: Here's another meme that someone wrote, I would have fired Fauci. And then it's a photo of DeSantis giving a thumbs up with a young schoolgirl wearing a mask. And they are mocking DeSantis there for putting his thumbs up with a uh, schoolgirl wearing a mask. Just some other statements. Mr. Shapiro, why are you such a shill lately? And this person responds, lately, you must have been under a rock since 2020 because Ben loves lockdowns and he loves vaccines Uh and has been paid by DeSantis. And then uh, Jordan Schaefer writes, Ben, I've been a huge fan of DeSantis, but his speech regarding the indictment was a huge letdown of late. That's where DeSantis attacked the district attorney, but then made a comment that I can't comment on uh, what occurred with respect to Donald Trump having a, a sexual encounter with a porn star and paying hush money. Um, that that is, that outraged Maga. How dare you say what happened, happened. Colts Kill writes, Sorry, but DeSantis really said, not my problem. I like the guy, but let's not get it uh, twisted, says Colts Kill. Um, then you got Mags goes, Um, The same effing bunch of kids from 2015-2016 are now pushing DeSantis. They are just as equally insufferable. Little Ben Shapiro is leading the charge. Agreed. I stopped following Ben a few days ago. He was hard to listen to anyway. I want him to grow up so his voice changes. And this person goes, is Ron going to run or just keep hiding behind the governor of Florida thing? Uh, the North remembers, writes, kind of funny seeing all the media types chilling for DeSantis. You should disclose how much money he paid uh, you to promote his campaign. Then um, this person responds, I believe it's more than 100000 last time I checked, but they're going into hyperdrive recently. So it's probably a lot more right now. Then this person goes, old-school liberal. Why do they even call themselves that? Ron DeSantis blows with the wind and has no core. As a congressman, he berated Obama for not doing more to help the Ukraine. Then recently said war was a territorial dispute and not the U.S. vital interest today. Putin is a war criminal who must be held accountable. This next one, they compare him to uh, Jeb Bush. And, you know, again, I mean, the very nature... That in the MAGA Republican Party, the idea that a global pandemic needs to be taking seriously is a problematic political position to take if you want to be a Republican in 2023 is one of the oddest things imaginable the fact that you have a republican party that their political position is to be anti vaccines generally is just such a very strange concept that that is their political position uh, that you have to espouse if you want to be in the republican party today that they support insurrectionists that they do not believe in free and fair elections it is, it is deranged. It, they it, it want to is restrict shocking voting. And it's come to that. Only but white look, people can pro-democracy, vote. Pro-democracy, Democrats, independents, former conservatives, people who are independents, people not affiliated with political parties. Look, there's a broad coalition that is rejecting this insanity. Right now, the Democratic Party is acting like adults. Do I agree with them on every issue? No. But they're certainly working to try to get things done that are things that matter to the American people. Jobs and infrastructure, education, lowering prescription drug prices, making health care accessible and affordable, improving increasing wages, making sure a woman can control her own body, making sure that people are treated equally, protecting veterans, protecting seniors. Th- these are real issues. These are real issues, but in MAGA Republican world, you're a meatball. No, 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 you're a meatball. Oh, no, no, you're a desanctimonious meatball. What, what is that? What is that? You know, and to some extent, you know, is it, is, it, is it funny? I mean, you know, I mean, it's embarrassing. It's humiliating that that exists, but we got to call it out. We got to call it out, and we got to call out the propaganda framework That allows this to happen. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We are marching in the month of March to 1 million subscribers. Will you help us get there in the month of March? All you got to do is hit the subscribe button right now.
0: Producer, that's moi. Shout out to KAMP, Student Radio at the University of Arizona. And keep Bokoyogi, Travel Radio, Travel Radio, Travel Radio, yeah. Ooh, four hours ago, Michael Cohen and Lincoln Project co founder annihilate Trump. I was like racking my brain on how
2: someone
3: like this can even exist.
0: And then I found out. Indictments.
3: She's from. Okay, so we, Near. I heard you talking about Mitch McConnell and how he compromised his principles after Trump's second impeachment. I mean, assuming that Mitch McConnell even has any principles, right? Ah. Do you think that he'd help Biden rather than see Trump elected president again? And what do you think McConnell's legacy will ultimately be? Uh,
4: that's, your first question is a great one. I don't know the answer to it. Um, huh. He had said previously that he would support the eventual republican nominee uh, i have to assume that he will unless he believes that he can somehow split the baby of winning back the united states senate for republicans and somehow defeating trump simultaneously you look he's got a lot he's got a lot more seats to play with coming in 2024 than he did in 2020 or 2022 um that yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean he'll be in control of the destiny of those races, right? Trump helped him lose a whole bunch of Senate seats last year that could have been very competitive. Um, so I, I think it remains to be seen. I think he will do his best turtle impression and, and try and not talk about Trump to the extent that he can. What's McConnell's legacy? McConnell's legacy will be um, that it was all about him, I think. That at the end of the day, it was about him
0: deciding that he
4: wanted the title of leader, whether it was majority leader or minority leader, more than anything in the whole world, that he wanted to be in charge. Um, And I think at the end of the day, uh, history will reflect poorly on him, unfortunately for him.
3: I mean, do you think maybe McConnell's legacy is going to be stacking, for example, the Supreme Court uh, or a slew of these federal courts around the country? Because that's what, I mean, when I think Mitch McConnell, that's really what I see. You know, I see this dark overlord who decided that he was going to take, what was it, the Federalist Society or Heritage Society? One of those two. I remember Donald having that document in his office. I remember when he got it. And... All of a sudden, it's like, you know, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. He didn't know anything about them. They didn't do any research. They just took the document and they said, oh, fuck it. You know, one, two, three, four. Well, we have 100 of these. So let's just go one through 100. You know what? I think you're probably right. I mean, I think that was
4: in the context of Trump's presidency. The only thing that that McConnell really cared about from a a policy perspective was the the judiciary. So I think you're probably right. and i think that you know again look at you know whether or not mitch mcconnell cares about how history looks at him maybe he doesn't is that the that the conservative judiciary and the conservative judicial theory is we know that this country is moving away from us um demographically we know that this country is moving away from us ideologically we know that this country is moving away from us culturally and so we will put in you know these super legislative people who we know, and many of them, as you know, Michael, were unqualified by the American Bar Association. That's how they, they were they were listed, to try and keep in place some social structure that has been degrading. I don't want to say degrading, but changing, evolving over the last 30, 40, 50 years, uh, you know, into something that a guy from Kentucky could be comfortable with.
3: Yeah. You know, it's interesting because in the Hill, December in 2022, there was a really interesting article that came out and it's entitled McConnell calls Trump diminished, vows to find quality Senate candidates in 2024. And there came a point in time that Mitch McConnell, who is not that too dissimilar, right, from Trump in that they believe that they are masters of the universe literally came out, caused Trump's political power diminished following his endorsed candidate's lackluster performance in the midterm elections. So that's another thing I think Mitch McConnell will be be remembered for, which is that the first time in, in I don't even know how many years that the Senate stayed and actually increased for the party in power And that that gigantic red wave that everybody was talking about. I mean, it was amazing how every single day all you heard about is this red fucking tsunami that's coming. And that the Democrats should be running in fear that they're going to have the House and the Senate. And that the first thing, of course, that they're going to do is McConnell's going to have um, or whoever it was that was sitting there in the uh, I guess it would probably be uh, Mark Meadows, right, that they would file. Articles of impeachment against Biden and Kamala Harris and then the Senate was going to approve it. And then all of a sudden things are going to change. I mean, I n- it's like an episode of House of Cards. It's really insane. The fact that that conversation and some of the conversations that are taking place today are actually taking place. It's almost like we're not America anymore.
4: No, well, and I think you're right about, I mean, this is the other part, I think, about McConnell as he, you know, in the last, say, five, six, seven, eight years, like so many people in the Republican Party, is that he believes that he he believes that money uh, and the approval of Washington, D.C. will somehow save, you know, his these Senate seats for him, that he'll get the people he wants. Um, you already see that. Remember, think about this in 2022, early 2022 there was a whole bunch of ugly opposition research dropped on herschel walker in georgia that was mitch mcconnell's people that was a democrats those were mitch mcconnell's people trying to scare him out of the race and it didn't work if they had nominated some orthodontist from buckhead he'd have beaten uh he'd have beaten Raphael warner right that candidate would have because georgia is a republican state it's gone purple a couple of times in very specific ways but it's still a pretty red state um now you have in places like pennsylvania and arizona again doug mastriano who you know pals around with anti-semites and was at the capitol on january 6th saying he's going to run for united states senate you have no, uh, not Terry lake and the other goon who lost last year in arizona saying they're going to run for the united states senate again and no, so the idea that mcconnell thinks that he's somehow going to you know have all of his preferred candidates now maybe look for The incumbents, maybe, but in open seats or where he's got to have a competitive primary, the idea that somehow he's going to be able to just will his preferred candidate to victory, uh, I think is, is just one more example of how they don't understand how the party works anymore, which is it doesn't matter. If Trump or Trump's preferred candidate wins by 30 points in a primary or one right. They will be Trump's person, and they will espouse those things. And even in some otherwise conservative states, if it's a wacko MAGA Trump guy versus an otherwise, say, normal or conservative Democrat, it's going to be a competitive race.
3: Yeah, though, you really have to start to examine what's going on there in the GOP. Let's not forget, and it was reported by Axios, that Trump actually called McConnell a loser— For our nation, after he condemned Trump's dinner with that white supremacist, Fuentes. And the reason I say we have to start to examine this, Donald is there having dinner with a white supremacist.
5: I time (laughs) and Ben Mycelis And you
0: agnifole Agnifolo Been my Solace <laughs> interesting. Then <laughs> my Celis, and Michael Popock, Popock, and you and Karen Friedman Agnifolo. <laughs> Okay, this is what I wrote. Hey, Michael, great show. We need to stop observing what's going on and start acting. That means you need to help us file suit against all these insurrectionists who want to run for political office. We need to get them all disqualified under the 14th Amendment like citizens for ethics and responsibility in Washington. Crew, they sued to get a New Mexico commissioner removed from office and it worked. We need you guys to help us to get rid of all all of them. As political candidates, I am free and ready to volunteer to this end anytime, Michael, let's get Glenn Kirschner and Brent Mycellus and Michael Popok and you and Karen Friedman Agnifilo. Let's do it, guys. Be sure to give the and, and then um then I tag <laughs> all these motherfuckers sued from office. Disqualified them all, fuckers. anyway (sighs) so it's uh, a done deal I'm going to perform in June with BET in LA good job just uh...
3: Donald is there having dinner with a white supremacist Mm -hmm. and he gets called out by the Senate minority leader, of his party. It is a stupid thing to do, Donald. Stupid. What are you doing? It makes absolutely no sense. And so, Donald, being the thin-skinned baby that he is, couldn't accept the fact that somebody criticized him or his decision to have dinner with this white supremacist. And so what does Donald do? Like the three-year-old that he is? Or like, it's not three years old. Let's say a third grader in the playground that somebody said something that he didn't like. Right off to the loser. Right off to the, to the you know, Ron DeSanctimonious, the little Marco, the lying Ted, the Cricket Hillary, the convicted liar Cohen, the, you know, low-energy Jeb. I mean, on and on and on. That's who this guy is. And the thought the thought that there are people in this country, educated, uneducated white collar blue collar workers, male female, that think that this guy should be president again is so disturbing that I'm actually speechless, and so I'm going to turn it over to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, we're not <laughs>
4: surprised. I mean, I think that Trump, you, you know, uh, you and I have disagreed on this uh, about whether or not Trump would actually go through with uh, with a run. I think he's going to. And I, and I think he is the prohibitive favorite to be the nominee. Yep. Set up. blue blue-collar, blue-collar
3: workers, male, female, That think that this guy should be blue collar -collar workers, male, female workers, male, female, male that think that this guy should be president again is so disturbing. That think that this guy should be president again is so disturbing (laughs) that think that this guy should
0: I'm trying something new to make a segment next. of this country are saying Ra-
3: that think that this guy should be president again is so
0: hi guys christopher protier listen seriously all the pro democracy lovers we need to stand up which is a majority of this country
3: that think that this guy should be president again is so
0: hi guys christopher protier listen seriously all the pro democracy lovers we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country,
3: that think that this guy should be president again. Is so.
0: Hi, guys, Christopher Precier. Listen seriously, all the pro democracy lovers. We need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. Okay.
3: Um... That think that this guy should be president again.
0: Insurrectionists oh God, may hold public Listen, office. Seriously, all the pro democracy lovers. Okay, hold on. Your Congress. Call your Congress your fucking Congress. (laughs) No. Follow for indictment updates. EXCLAMATION
5: POINT EXCLAMATION POINT EXCLAMATION POINT
0: Might as touch mighty. Midas touch mighty Edit. Follow. text AF Listen seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers. We need to stand up, which is a majority of this country, that
5: think that this
3: guy should be president again. Is so.
0: Hi guys, Christopher press here. Listen seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers. We need to stand up, which is a majority of this country, that think
3: that this guy should be president again. Is so.
0: Hi guys, Christopher press here. Listen, seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers (coughs) need to stand up, which is a majority of this country.
3: That think that this guy should be president again is so...
0: Hi, guys, Christopher Price here. Listen, seriously, all the pro-democracy lovers, we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country.
3: That think that this guy should be president... Let's see her stand up. That think that this guy should be president again is so.
0: Hi guys, Christopher Presier. Listen seriously, all the pro democracy lovers we need to stand at, which is a majority of this country.
3: That think that this guy should be president again is so.
0: Hi guys, Christopher Presier. Listen seriously, all the pro democracy lovers we need to stand at, which is a majority of this country.
3: That think that this guy should be president again is so.
0: Hi guys, Christopher Press here. Listen seriously, all the pro democracy lovers, we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country.
3: That think that this guy should be president again is so. Hi guys,
0: Christopher Press here. Listen seriously, all the pro democracy lovers, we need to stand up, which is a majority of this country. I
3: think that this guy
0: should be- <clears throat> Arrest Trump. Uh, lock. Uh, lock? Trump arrest. Christopher Press... Trump is crushing.
4: To go through with, uh, with uh, Ron, I think he's going to, and I think he is the prohibitive favorite to be the nominee. Um, to your point about all of those names and all of the antics, you've known the guy longer than anybody. Why does he do it? Because he's A, always gotten away with it, and B, because it's worked for him. Right? I mean, think about in the context of the last 10 days. You, you mentioned a Ron DeSantis, right? Ron DeSantis is materially worse off. As far as his you know proto-presidential campaign is today than he was a week ago right mm-hmm. and and some of that has to do with his own stupid decisions on things like ukraine but a lot of it has to do with the fact that you know trump you know trump's campaign filed an ethics violation against him trump's been all over him right he's getting the magas the true magas wound up and here's the thing michael about you know the people again trump trump maybe doesn't represent 45% of Americans, but he represents enough to win in target states, in electoral college states next year, right? Think about this. <clears throat> Trump lost in 2020, and thank God for it. He didn't lose by that much. Yeah, I mean, he lost 7 right. million electro, you know, popular votes, but he lost by, what, 180,000 votes in five or six states? So this is a very close-run thing. And as, as, as you noted, like with all the name-calling and the anthem, this is the difference between Trump and these other folks. Trump is not a politician. He's a wealthy, well, somewhat wealthy New York real estate developer. He'll do whatever it takes. The rest of these people are conventional politicians, and that's why they've never learned how to fight him. Right? You have to fight him, as you know, on the ground in which he fights, not the ground that you wish he fought on or the ground you're used to fighting on. And so what I think you have to say is if the Republican Party really wanted Trump rid of Trump, if all of these people who theoretically are going to run against him wanted rid of Trump, if, if Mitch McConnell and all and Mitt Romney and all these people really want to be rid of Trump, they would be on him all day, every day, attacking him up one side and down the other, making sure that he was taking some flack. But you know what, Michael? You know this. They'll never do it because they're ultimately yeah. afraid of.
3: Yep. Yeah. And because they care more about re-election than they care about this country. And for that, shame on them. But so Ron DeSantis, as I've often said, not just on this, um, my own podcast, but as well uh, on television and so on, Ron DeSantis I consider to be like a Trump 2.0. But in fact, he's actually gone even way past MAGA. You think that that appeals to the average Republican? And if not, will they vote for him anyway? Um, You know, this is a great question,
4: because really the difference between Trump and DeSantis uh, for a voter is an aesthetic difference. For a donor, it's an aesthetic difference, which is they're both bad people who have either done bad things, want to do bad things, or say they will do bad things for the majority of people. But for you, a yeah. lot of Republicans, why do they like DeSantis? You know, he's he went to Harvard. He went to Yale. He was in the Navy, right? He's got a pretty wife. All this other stuff. He won in Florida
5: and you know what it
4: is they're not embarrassed to have him at the club right he can you can have him at the country club you can have him at the yacht club and is he a weirdo yeah but like you know you'll get kudos for having governor DeSantis at your table whereas trump walks in if he's going to walk into somebody else's club anyway and it's a it's a it's a carnival it's 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 just you know it's something out of, you know, Saturday night in a small town where, you know, you just got these weirdos and the carnies and everybody running around. And and a lot of people don't like that. They think they're sick of it. Uh, maybe if he was part of the United States again, they'd put up with it because of the inherent power of the office. But I, I don't think that... The only thing that DeSantis has that's really different is this image of being normal. But he's not, to your point. He's not at all normal. He's not normal personally. He's not normal emotionally. He's not normal politically. And, you know... He has used the tools of power in the state of Florida to silence critics, to remove those he disagrees with from office. And those are real authoritarian things. Um, And I think that, you know, he's yeah, he wants to be more MAGA than Trump. But the problem here, I think also, Michael, is that he's ultimately a cynic. He doesn't believe in any of this stuff.
3: He doesn't care. He doesn't. Really, Really, you don't you don't think that he actually believes the shit that he's saying, I mean, let's not forget, right, he puts forth that the Individual Freedom Act, which of course, to my listeners, just to remind you, is the Stop Woke Act. Um, I mean, he signed that into law. And immediately this thing gets challenged. But the part that I thought was the, the funniest aspect of this entire thing is that the federal judge that ended up hearing this case, um, Mark Walker, he barred the law and then went ahead and he compared it to the nightmarish Netflix TV show, the sci-fi show called Upside Down, right, which, um, Stranger Things. You don't get a bigger slap in the face than a judge basically telling you you're fucked up in the nicest way possible, that this... Bullshit. Anti-woke. Don't say gay. You can't have um, uh, conversation in classrooms about slavery and the right. Civil War. And right after that, of course, is going to come uh, the Holocaust and World War II. You can't teach this stuff. Why? I don't know. For some unknown reason. And I choose to believe that he knows exactly what he's doing and that he believes it. It's very hard for me to imagine that he's doing this in order to be more MAGA than Donald, thinking that that's going to make him more popular in the GOP than Donald is.
4: Um, Well, I I think that, you know, there's there's I think there's room for us to uh, um, hold two thoughts in our heads here, which is um, you can believe that he's doing it because he is a transgressive asshole, which I think he is. Right. I think he's a thin skinned bully. Um, and that's that's always been his M.O., right? Going back to college, he was apparently the Hazer-in-Chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So I think that he does enjoy that sort of ugliness. Um, but I think, again, the the things that he has chosen to push, I think, are the ones that are most convenient. If it was, you know, Michael saying that in Florida the the sky will be deemed purple instead oh of blue because he knew that that would piss people off He pe-
0: was the fucking Hazer in Chief at Yale Good lords. Remix segments.
4: People off, that's what he'd do. Because he knew that that would piss people off, that's what he'd do. Mm -hmm. The the sky will be deemed purple instead of blue, because he knew that that would piss people off. You know, Michael's saying that in florida the, the sky will be deemed perfect i think are the ones that are most convenient if it was convenient if thinking that sort of ugliness uh the thing so i think that he does enjoy that sort of ugly college he was apparently the hazer in chief of the yale baseball team right so i think that he does enjoy college he was apparently the hazer in chief of the yale baseball team right so Oh, right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team. Right. So I think that he, Oh, right. Going back
5: to college, he was apparently Right, going back to college, he was apparently
4: the hazer-in-chief of the Yale baseball team, right, so...
0: Did you guys get that? DeSantis was a hazer-in-chief in in college. That means it's a sadistic fuck.
5: (laughs) Right, going back to (laughs) college. Man. Oh, right. Going back to college, he was apparently
4: the hazer-in-chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So...
0: Did you guys get that? DeSantis was a hazer-in-chief in college. That means it's a sadistic fuck. And he was involved in Gitmo interrogations.
4: Oh, no, right. Going back to college, he was apparently
5: the hazer-in-chief of the Yale baseball team, right? So...
0: Did you guys get that? DeSantis...
5: Right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right?
0: So... Did you guys get that? DeSantis was a hazer in chief in college. That means it's a sadistic fuck. And he was involved in Gitmo interrogations.
4: Right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team, right?
0: So... Did you guys get that? DeSantis was a hazer in chief in college. That means it's a sadistic fuck. And he was involved in Gitmo interrogations.
4: M-O. right going back to college he was hazer in chief the Yale baseball team
0: right so did you guys get that DeSantis was a hazer in chief in college that means it's a sadistic fuck and he was involved in gitmo interrogations
4: mo right going back to college he was apparently the hazer in chief. chief of the Yale baseball team right so
0: did you guys get that DeSantis was a hazer in chief in college that means it's a sadistic fuck and he was involved in gitmo interrogations.
4: Right. Going back to college, he was apparently the hazer in chief of the Yale baseball team.
0: Right. So did you guys get that? It was a hazer. It was a fucking bully. Okay, and, um, Did you guys get that? The sentence was a Hazard and chief in college. It means it's a statistic. And it was involved in Gitmo interrogation. Another one another fucking sadistic fuck. <laughs> Sadistic little weasel. Are you allowed to say fuck?
4: Just uh... a willingness to be ugly, to appeal to a very, you know, a a pretty wide set of Republican primary voters without necessarily believing that you care whether or not, you know, you teach African-American AP history. It's the very idea that it upsets people and pisses people off that makes
3: it palatable to him, not necessarily the subject matter it 's really amazing and you look to see there was um like an Ipsos poll that came out, and I think it said that fifty six percent of all floridians are not in they 're not on board with this um anti woke act that he 's decided to create, and a significant number of that fifty six i think thirty eight percent of them are actually republicans, so i don 't really know how he thinks that this is gonna benefit. If you're gonna do something this stupid and this obnoxious and this in your face, just throwback to a hundred years ago, you would probably wanna do it because it provides you some sort of.